0: Welcome to the online home of St. John's Episcopal Church. We're so glad you've joined us. Today's service for Thanksgiving Day is sung by Cleveland Williams, and the sermon is by the Reverend Margie Baker. You can click below to see the Sunday Bulletin and also click the link to visit our donation page, where you can help support our ministry and make these weekly live streams possible.
1: Thanksgiving to you all. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed
2: be spirit now and
1: forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you. And worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious Father, we give you thanks for the fruits of the earth in their season and for the labors of those who harvest them. Make us, we pray, faithful stewards of your great bounty for the provision of our necessities and the relief of all who are in need. To the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
0: A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. When you have come into the land that the, that the Lord your God has given you as an inheritance to possess, and you possess it and settle in it, you shall take some of the first of all the fruit on the ground, which you will harvest from the land that, your, that the Lord your God has given you, and you shall put it in a basket and go to the place that the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name. You shall go to the priest who is in office at that time and say to him, today I declare to the Lord your God that I have come into the land that the Lord swore to our ancestors to give to us. When the priest takes the basket from your hand and sets it down before the altar of the Lord your God, you shall make this response before the Lord your God. A wandering Aramean was my ancestor, He went down into Egypt and lived there as an alien, few in number, and there he became a great nation, mighty and populous. When the Egyptians treated us harshly and afflicted us, by imposing hard labor on us, we cried to the Lord, the God of our ancestors. The Lord heard our voice and saw our affliction, our toil, and our oppression. The Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with a terrifying display of power, and with signs and wonders. And he brought us into this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. So now I bring the first of the fruit of the ground that you, O Lord, have given me. You shall set it down before the Lord your God and bow down before the Lord your God. Then you, together with the Levites and the aliens who reside among you, shall celebrate with all the bounty that the Lord your God has given to you and to your house. The word of the Lord. Thanks
1: be to God. We'll read the psalm responsively dividing it by the whole verse. Be joyful in the Lord all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness And come before his presence with a song. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name.
0: reading from the letter of Paul to the Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near, do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God.
3: According to John.
2: Glory to you, Lord Christ.
3: When the crowd found Jesus on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you, for it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, What sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The Gospel of the Lord. one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Good morning and happy Thanksgiving. On this Thanksgiving morning, I was excited to see that Psalm 100 was our psalm. This is my very favorite psalm. If you didn't know you can have favorites, you can. There's 151 of them. Read some of them, find a favorite, because it's a good thing to have in your heart. Psalm 100 is my favorite because I learned it when I was nine years old at summer camp. We sang a rock and roll version of this psalm like almost every day. It was very popular, I know it, I will not be singing it for you right now, but my dad's disappointed because my parents are here and he knows it too. I'm not going to sing it for you right now, but it's good, trust me. I learned it well, and I learned it early, because at this summer camp, we did morning prayer, and Psalm 100 is one of the appointed psalms that you say daily for morning prayer in the Episcopal Church. You have a choice. You can either say Psalm 100 or I think Psalm 96, which is also lovely, but we chose Psalm 100. What I love about this psalm is that it calls us to joy and gratitude simply because we belong to God. It says that's where your joy resides, that's where our thanksgiving comes from, is that we belong to God and that's enough. Now, if gratitude were just a feeling, this psalm would not work. If gratitude were just and giving thanks were just about how your emotions were working that day, it would be pretty easy to say no. I'm not feeling grateful today, I'm not feeling very thankful today, so I'm gonna pass. I'm sad, I'm not grateful. I'm angry, how can I be grateful? Those would be really valid questions if gratitude, if thankfulness were just an emotion. Thankfully though, that's not how gratitude works. Gratitude is not just a feeling, gratitude is a posture, It's a practice that enriches life. The more you practice gratitude, the better you get at being grateful, not instead of noticing the problems of the world, not instead of being sad or instead of being angry, but along with, and that's okay. The more you practice gratitude, the more you can name gratitude and find things to be grateful for even when you're not feeling that grateful or that joyful or that happy. I've found that for me, this is a pretty powerful antidote to hopelessness in face of challenges, even to the feeling of burnout or frustration at the end of a long day. If I'm having a bad morning, I know That if I stop and think of a few things that I'm grateful for right now, I will feel more capable of taking on the day. It doesn't make the hard parts go away, but it frames them in a new light. Gratitude is sometimes, to put it bluntly, a fake it till you make it scenario. Perhaps you've heard of this 30 days of gratitude thing that's going around social media. It's been going on for several years, um, especially on Facebook. People, for the month of November, try to be thankful for something out loud every day. I've noticed it, sometimes I read the posts, they're usually really cute, but I've never taken part and they've they've never spoken to me until this year. I have a friend who has been doing this attitude of gratitude this year And it's a friend whose life is not perfect, and her gratitude is awe-inspiring and amazing. To watch her every day find wonderful things to be grateful for has been lovely. And on day 24, so just last week when she's at the end of this, she posted about being grateful for gratitude. And I want to share with you what she said. This may sound redundant, but this practice of vocal gratitude has completely reformed my outlook on each day. I wake up thinking about what I'm going to post, which things should I talk about being grateful for today? It's getting harder to decide, not because I've already posted about 23 things, but because I am now noticing the little things, and I want to give thanks for those too. As the month nears its close, I am challenging myself to keep this going in some way." When I read that, it stopped me, because her posts had changed the way I looked at gratitude, but the act of creating them had changed the way she saw gratitude, and it had opened her day and opened her world in a way that, she, that was unexpected and joyful and life-giving. When she says the practice of vocal gratitude has completely reformed my outlook on each day, I love that language. There's no Pollyanna optimism that says being grateful has made my days better. It's made them perfect. I no longer struggle with any of the things of life. It's the outlook that's changed, and I want that in my life. So. It makes me want to try it too, and I'm kind of sad that November is over, but maybe that's a good reminder that you don't just have to be grateful in November. So, Um, It's not that I'm an ungrateful person, but I know that if I could share my thanks like she did, that maybe I could get something new out of it. So I invite us all to maybe try practicing gratitude for the people, places, and things in our life that bring us joy or comfort. Write down the Thanksgivings in a journal if you want, post them on social media if you want, or just practice saying them directly. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for making dinner. Thank you for stopping to see if I was okay. I think that my outlook would change if I did a better job of thanking the people in my life for all the things they do. As a people of faith, of course, we are called to a particular form of gratitude the kind that Psalm 100 proclaims. We are called to give thanks to God because everything we have and everything we are comes from God. The structure of the psalm matters. Be joyful because we belong to God. Thank God because God is good. Notice what's left out. Psalm 100 doesn't say be joyful because life is easy or because God gives us what we want but just because of the fact of God, because of the goodness of God, which endures forever. We think about gratitude a lot in this season, and this is a good thing, but we're called to gratitude every day. If you, uh, I'm so sorry, but still though, we're called to gratitude every day. I'm curious about what sort of simple practices we could add in that are about thanking God as well as thanking our friends? What would it look like to give a heartfelt thank you to the God who made the heavens, the earth, and all that's in it? What would it look like to wake up in the morning and say, thank you, God, that I woke up? Sometimes that's a good start. Thank you, God, for food to eat. Thank you, God, for the sunrise. Thank you, God, for my family, whether it's the family you grew grew up in or the family you chose. Thank you, God, that I didn't hurt anyone today. Try on daily thanksgiving to God for a week and see how you feel. Finally, gratitude is at the core of our liturgy. Eucharist. Eucharist means thanksgiving. Thank you in Greek is which, if you look at the letters, that's Eucharist. We begin in thanks. We say, let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. And then we spend time thanking God for making us, for making everything, for sending Jesus. We remember Jesus' own act of giving thanks, and we pray that in celebrating the Eucharist, we can come just a little bit nearer to God's dream for us. We give thanks for the unity that we have with one another in the act of thanksgiving, and unity with God. When we pray the Eucharistic prayer in just a few minutes, try and pay special attention to all of the gratitude language. Sometimes what is familiar, what we hear day in and day out, can get lost or ignored or glossed over. Listen for the thanks. Listen for the joyful gratitude that is at the heart of our faith and at the heart of our liturgy, and give thanks to God who gives us grateful hearts. Amen.
1: I invite you to stand and join in saying what we believe in the words of the creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, light from light, God from God, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made, We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
0: The Litany of Thanksgiving. Accept, O Lord, our thanks and praise for all that you have done for us, for the splendor of creation, for the wonder of life, and for the mystery of love. We thank thank you, you, Lord, Lord, for health and strength to work, and leisure to rest and play. We thank you, Lord. For our daily food and drink, our homes and families and friends. We thank you, Lord. For all that is gracious in the lives of men and women, revealing the image of Christ. We thank you, Lord. For all valiant seekers of after truth, liberty, and justice. We thank you, Lord. For the brave and courageous who are patient in suffering, and faithful in adversity. We We thank thank you, you, Lord. Lord, For setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. We thank you, Lord. For those disappointments and failures that lead us to acknowledge our dependence on you
1: alone. We We thank you, Lord. Grant us the gift of your spirit that we may give thanks to you in all things in all places and at all times. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness, by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. You stand, please. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Uh, I'm Bill Eakins. I'm one of the clergy on the staff here at St. John's, and we're delighted to have you here to celebrate Thanksgiving Day at St. John's Church. You're all welcome. I think that's all I need to say, isn't it? Do I need to announce anything? I don't think so. So, Let us with gladness present the offerings and oblations of our life and labor to the Lord. The Lord be with, you. And also be with you. Lift up your
2: hearts. We them to
1: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
2: We try to give God thanks and
1: it is truly right to glorify you, Father, and to give you thanks. For you alone are God, living and true, dwelling in light inaccessible from before time and forever. Fountain of life. source of all goodness, you made all things and filled them with your blessing. You created them to rejoice in the splendor of your radiance. Countless throngs of angels stand before you to serve you night and day, and beholding the glory of your presence, they offer you unceasing praise, joining with them and giving voice to every creature under heaven. We acclaim you and glorify your name as we say. Holy. in your own image, giving the whole world into our care so that in obedience to you, our creator, we might rule and serve all your creatures. When our disobedience took us far from you, you did not abandon us to the power of death. In your mercy you came to our help so that in seeking you we might find you. Again and again, you called us into covenant with you, and through the prophets, you taught us to hope for salvation. Father, you loved the world so much that in the fullness of time, you sent your only Son to be our Savior. Incarnate by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, he lived as one of us, yet without sin. To the poor he proclaimed the good news of salvation, to prisoners freedom, to the sorrowful joy. To fulfill your purpose he gave himself up to death, and rising from the grave destroyed death and made the whole creation new. That we might live no longer for ourselves, but for him who died and rose for us, he sent the Holy Spirit, his own first gift for those who believe, to complete his work in the world and to bring to fulfillment the sanctification of all. When the hour had come for him to be glorified by you, his heavenly Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. At supper with them, he took bread. When he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Father, we now celebrate this memorial of our redemption, recalling Christ's death and his descent among the dead, proclaiming his resurrection and ascension to your right hand, awaiting his coming in glory and offering to you from the gifts you have given us, this bread and this cup. We praise you and we bless you. We praise you, we bless you, we give thanks to you and... We pray to you, Lord our God. Lord, we pray that in your goodness and mercy, your Holy Spirit may descend upon us and upon these gifts, sanctifying them and showing them to be holy gifts for your holy people. The bread of life, the cup of salvation, the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that all who share this bread and cup may become one body and one spirit, a living sacrifice in Christ to the praise of your name. Remember, Lord, your one holy Catholic and apostolic church redeemed by the blood of your Christ. Reveal its unity, guard its faith, and preserve it in peace. Grant that we might find our inheritance with the Blessed Virgin Mary, with patriarchs, prophets, apostles, and martyrs, St. John, and all the saints who have found favor with you in ages past. We praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, through Christ and with Christ and in Christ, All honor and glory are yours, almighty God and Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, forever and ever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah! Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us.
2: Therefore let us keep the peace, Alleluia.
1: The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. Courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. <laughs>